When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! ...with a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast. Hosted by your one and only, Jubin Jean Georges. Hello, 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 hello. Good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How are you guys doing today? How are you doing today? How was your day? How was your night? What you guys been to? Today is Wednesday, guys. Today is another privilege for me to be in front of you guys to actually talk to you guys. Before I continue, let me say my number one message. If you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Don't say that you're going to have time to do it later on today. Don't say that you're going to have time to actually do it maybe tomorrow, a month, one year. Because you don't know when your last day on earth will be. So right now is the perfect time for you to receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior if you haven't doing it. After that, welcome to Talk With You, a Christian talk show. Today, guys, is episode 43. Episode 43 and my title for today, my topic for today is, What does it mean to turn the other cheek? We're going to spend some time to actually talk about that because, as we all know, a lot of people take that their own way. A lot of people take that. You know, like they flip it around, they they have their own definition. That's one of the reasons why I say that before, and I'm going to say that again. That's one of the reasons why we actually seem like there's so much religion out there. Because the Bible will say one thing, and everybody taking it their own way, flipping around, turning around, saying, uh, oh, this is not what it means. That's what it means. And this and that. So now we have, I don't know how many religions is out there. There's like hundreds of them. Because there is so much religions. But today, I'm going to spend some time to actually talk to you guys. Trying to see if I can make you guys understand what it means to turn the other cheek. As we all know, I don't know for you, but me, I actually heard that so many times. Oh, I forgot to put my logo. Sorry, guys. You know, I actually heard that so many times. 
people saying that, if somebody come to me, they slap me on my right cheek, I will not turn the left. I will fight them. Even Christians these days say that. Oh, I'm going to fight them. You know, you know, I'm not going to allow nobody, you know, like punch me, you know, like in my face. And then for me not to punch them back, I'm not going to allow nobody to like slap me on my left, you know, chick for me to turn the right. I'm not going to agree to that, you know, blah, 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 blah. But we all know again, when Jesus was on earth, he speak so much in parable that the non-believers uh, actually did not believe those parable but it doesn't mean that when somebody slap you you know you have to stand like this and turn the other chick for somebody you know for them to slap you in the other one me i believe when the bible say turn the other chick i believe it mean that for you to walk away don't get mad stay still Be a good example, but it doesn't mean that you have to get mad. But me, myself, I'm not going to stand in front of you, allow you to slap me, and then for me to turn the other, you know, like the other side of my face for you to slap me again. To me, I believe that word actually stand for if you are a Christian to be a good Christian. If somebody come to you and slap you like in your face, I believe that you're supposed to stay calm. Don't get mad. Do not allow the person to actually get to you, make you angry, and you know, like into a point that you want to fight. Because like a lot of us are instant when somebody do something to you, are instant, you know, instant want you to fight back, want you to take revenge. But I don't believe that you're supposed to do it like that. A slap in the face might be like you go into a church and then somebody in the church or even the pastor in the church is treating you in a way that he's not supposed to. To me, I believe that's a slap in the face. Slap in the face doesn't mean it's a physical slap. Chin, you know, turn the other chick doesn't mean that you, you know, like, you know, like a, you have to turn the other face. I don't know for you and, you know, I don't know for you the way you take that word, but that's the way I actually seen it. Because there is nobody on earth. Only Jesus was the only one that actually did that allowed a human being to slap him in the face, spit in his face. He actually didn't do nothing. But me and you is not going to be an easy thing if it really met a physical slap. I don't believe it meant a physical slap. You're supposed to be a good role model. You know, somebody might come to you that, you know, like, and did something to, to a loved one. Me, I believe that's a slap in the face. Somebody might betray you. Somebody you trust so much. You put so much. That's why it's not good to put too much trust on you, man. Because, like, we are human being. Me and you will do something that you actually not going to like. So that's why it's a good thing to put all your trust in God, but not in a human being. So someone that, that you actually trust so much, you put everything, all your trust on, on that person, then that person end up betraying you. That considerate a slap in the face. So 
So it doesn't mean that you have to turn the other cheek for that person to do the same thing to you. If somebody come to you and they want, you know, like there's something wrong. Yeah, as a man of God, as a as a Christian, you're supposed to forgive the person, but not allow the person to get close to you again for them to end up doing the same thing to you. I'm going to tell you a secret, and I ask you, please do not tell no one about that secret. And then you go around and then tell somebody about something secret that I told you. That's a slap in the face. So I'm not going to turn the other cheek and then for me to tell you another secret and then for you to go around and actually like telling somebody else. Yes, I forgive you. I'm not going to hold no grudge. Yes, I forgive you, but I will not do it again. You know, a lot of Christians these days saying that, you know, I heard that myself. You know, it is hard to serve God. One of the reasons why, I believe one of the reasons why is it seems kind of hard to serve God is because like, we take the word of God so many ways. We take the word of God our own way when God only means a simple thing and then all of us taking it the wrong way. So it become like, it seems like, Serving God is very, you know, like, you know, like it's very difficult. But I believe serving Satan is difficult because there's some stuff Satan asks you, God will not ask you to do that. You know? If we turn on Matthew 5, verse 38, 39. I think I have it here. Matthew 5, 38, 39. Let's see. I believe I have the note here somewhere. Yep. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you guys can see it. For the people that are actually listening to me, if you go to Matthew 5, 38, 39, you have heard that it was said, uh, eyes for eyes. And a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to visit evildoers and, you know, evildoers. Whoever slap you on the right cheek, turn the other to, turn the order to him as well. Her eyes for her eyes and her ears for her ears. That's what we all say. If somebody, you know, if somebody do something to you, you're going to do it. A lot of people taking it that way. Her eyes for her eyes mean, if you slap me, I'm going to slap you. If you punch me, I'm going to punch you. If you lie to me, I'm going to lie to you. If you betray me, I'm going to betray you. That's one of the reasons why this day we are still seeing like a lot of people are doing things they are not supposed to be doing because they're taking the word of God in a, in a different way. If we jump on Romans 12, verse 17, I should say, do not repay any evil for evil. You see? Romans 12, 17, I, don't, I believe I have that as well. No, that's not, that's not it. I believe I have it somewhere. Oh, that's another verse. Yep, I forgot to write this one down. But Romans 12, 17, actually said, do not repay anyone evil for evil. 
be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. That verse where you just confirm the little thing that I actually just say. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. So that means like if somebody slap you in the face, it doesn't mean that you have to slap them back. If somebody lied to you, it doesn't mean that you have to go around and lie about the person. If somebody steal your money, it doesn't mean that you have to go around and stealing that person's money. That's the way a lot of Christians these days. I'm not talking about like the non-Christian. We know the non-Christian, they live their life the way they want to. They actually don't care. But for the believers, for the men of God and the women of God, not the Christian, not people that go to church every Sunday. There's a lot of people that go to church every Sunday. God don't even know them as a man of God and woman of God. So that's why I love to use the term men of God and woman of God. You should not repay someone evil for evil. The person might come to you and hurt you so many times, it doesn't mean that you have to go around and hurting the person. You're supposed to always be a good role model. And once again, I believe turn the other chick mean be a good role model. Be a good example. It doesn't mean that you really have to physically turn the other cheek for the person to slap you again or for the person to do something bad to you again. It doesn't mean that a manager might fire you and then God end up opening another door for you and then you find another job. You become the manager and then that manager got fired and then applying to your company without even knowing that you are the manager. It doesn't mean that you have to hire the person and then fire the person because the person fired you. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to do that. Do not repay evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. That's another reason why a lot of people these days saying like serving God is hard. Because the human, it is hard for us to actually do good 24-7. Because we are fighting with our flesh. We are fighting with a, you know, uh, an enemy that you cannot see physically if you're not in prayer or reading your Bible every day. You will not be able to fight the enemy. So it is hard to stay holy 24-7. It is hard to be a good example 24-7, but at the same time, we are able to. If God knew that we are not able to do that, he was not going to say that we should, we should do it. It's because he know that we're able to do it with the Holy Spirit within you and me. There's some stuff that we're able to do. We just choose not to do it because we are not staying like and praying and fasting and reading the Bible. Because when you do those three things every day, I'm not saying for you to fast every day, but when you like read your Bible every day, not just read it, you meditate in the Word of God every day and then you pray every day and then you fast. I don't know. Some of you might fast every two months, every three months, once a year. Or, you know, like once a day or once a week. I don't know. It's depending on your relationship with Christ. The Holy Spirit will help you to actually be the way that God wants you to be. To actually live the life that God wants you to live. 
even me sometimes, I don't believe I'm still the same way because that haven't happening to me lately. When somebody used to do something wrong to me, I always want to do, you know, like the same thing that the person did to me. Let's say that I'm in a relationship, right? And then like, you know, like the woman end up cheating on me. When I used to be younger, I used to say, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing to her. But I learned that I should not be doing that. You hurt me? Okay, bye-bye. Hasta luego. You know, I'm not going to stick around for you to actually hurt me again. So that's, you know, that's, you know, that's turning the other chick. I'm not going to, you know, like, you know, like stay around, let you be around, and then allow you to actually do the same thing that you did to me again. So I'm going to school back. Yeah, I forgive you, but you're no longer like in my life. But the one that is actually very hard for you to turn the other cheek, the best thing I could tell you is to not do the thing that will put you in a situation that you have to turn the other cheek. If you know it's hard for you to not fight back, if you know it is hard for you to walk away, don't put yourself in the you know, situation that you have you have to do it because you might end up finding somebody. You might end up slapping somebody back. You might end up fighting that person because that person punched you. Like I say, it doesn't mean that it's a physical slap. It can be anything. You know? A lot of us would take the term, you know, like, you know, the person slap you and you have to turn the other chick like it's a physical, you know, it's a physical slap. The person just come to you and slap you and then you believe that you have to turn the other chick, you know, for the person to slap you again. Because we all know we are not going to allow that to happen. We, we, we're going to want to fight. So that slap is not a physical slap. That slap is somebody doing wrong to you. And you have to turn the other chick. Turn the other chick means you have to still be a light of God. The light of Christ still needs to shine within you. For you not to get angry. For you not to get upset. For you not to get mad. For you not to, you know, just walk away. Do not allow the other person to actually do it to you again. That's the way I see it. I don't know for you, but that's the way I see it. Because God knows. Because of the flesh that's inside of me and you, it is hard for someone to come to you, slap you in your face, and then for you to turn the other chick and allow that person to slap you again. Who will do that? Will, will you do that? You know? I know I'm not. You slap. It, even if you come to me and give me a physical slap, I'm not going to stand around. I'm going to just walk away. I'm going to just say, okay, God bless you. I'm going to try to hold my peace. For me not to get mad, for me to always be, you know, like always be a good example, not to get mad and walk away. But I will not give you the opportunity to slap me again. I might let you go the first time, but the second time, I don't know what's going to happen the second time. So I'm just not going to allow you to be able to do it again. Because do it again might cause me to fight you back because I am a human being. I do not know. A lot of people taking that 
Just because we are a Christian, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be like what? We're supposed to be like a dumb person. So, you know, we're supposed to be like a, you know, like someone that allow anyone to do anything to me and you just because we are a Christian. But no, he's not supposed to be like that. We are a Christian. I mean, not a Christian, I'm sorry. I don't like you using the term Christian because not every Christian is Christian. But just because you are a man of God and a woman of God, it doesn't mean that you're supposed to allow anybody to do anything to you because we are still a human. So a lot of people like taking that, oh, he's a man of God, he's a woman of God. I can just go to him like and slap him in the face because, you know, that Bible say if I slap him in the face, they're supposed to turn the other cheek. For me to slap them again, but I don't believe that's what he meant. I believe God said that in parable, but a lot of us take that the wrong way. For the one that understand the term, they say like, okay, if I do something to him, she's a woman of God. She's not going to do it back to me. She's still going to be my friend. She's still going to have me around. Oh, he's still going to be my friend. He's still going to have me around. But it doesn't mean that we're supposed to just because we are a man of God and a woman of God. A lot of us, we allow that to happen. That's one of the reasons why me, I live a simple life. I don't drink. I don't smoke. You know, like, you know, I don't put myself in the situation to allow things to happen to me for me to, you know, for, for me to, uh, how can I say that? You know, for me to always remind myself that that I am a man of God, I'm not supposed to do it back because I do not know what I'm going to do. Only God knows what you're going to do in the situation that you are in. I'm not saying that I would never punch somebody if they punch me. I would not say that I would never do something back to you just because I'm a man of God. I don't know. That's one of the reasons why I just live a simple life. I stay away from things that will allow stuff to happen to me. Because I'm a human. I understand I'm a human. A lot of men of God, women of God, a lot of Christians believe they are so perfect. I met Christians that are acting like they are perfect, that are acting like they are better than somebody else. And then when they get into situation, you don't see the light in them. So once again, woman 12, 17 say, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. And then the Bible also talk about love your enemy. If we go to Luke chapter um, 6, verse 27, I think I have this. Some of the, Okay, there we go. Oh, that's 28. I'm so sorry. You know, there's a lot of notes that I have here. Some of them I don't even... I forgot to... Yeah, there we go. Luke. If we jump to Luke 20, um, 6, 27, I should talk about love your enemy. But I said to you who are listening, love your enemy, do good to those who, have, who, who hate you. Luke 6, 27, once again, 
But I say to you who are listening, love your enemy, do good to those who hate you. You know, that actually is part of turn the other cheek. You're supposed to love your enemy. That's another meaning, meaning of turn the other cheek. It is hard sometimes uh, this day to actually love your enemy because like, the flesh do not want you to love your enemy. The flesh do not want you to be a man of God and a woman of God. The flesh do not want you to please God. The flesh do not want you to do the thing that God wants you to do. Is it easy for you to love your enemy? Is it hard for you to love your enemy? Me, I can say yes, I can say no. I don't know for you. But I can say yes, I can say no. I'm not saying that I love my enemy every day. I try to, I pray about it. Because sometimes somebody do something so bad to you, it will take you a while for you to forgive that person. It will take you like a long time for you to show love to that person. Because that person did something terrible to you. Especially when that person betrayed you. Sometimes when you believe in someone so much, you trust that person so much. You tell that person everything about your life. You show the person everything that you have. Whatever happening to you, you, you tell that person, especially if that person is a wife or a girlfriend that you trust so much, or a fiancé, and then that person end up betraying you. It is hard to really forgive that person Instantly, because it will take some time. If you tell me that when somebody do something terrible to you, you forgive that person instantly, all glory to God. You're somebody special in God. You're somebody that, you know, like, you know, God loves so much, he will move that thing, you know, like that negativity away from you. I do not know. Tell me what you did that make you like that so I can do it, so I can be like that. Because it is not easy to forgive someone instantly. Do you understand the term instantly? Instantly means the same moment the person did something terrible to you, and then you forgive that person the same moment. Tell me what you're doing so I can do it too, because I need help. I'm not going to be in front of you guys pretending like I'm holy because I am not holy. I, I am a human being. I am a man of God trying to do the will of God every day, trying to praise God and everything that I do every day. I am not holy. I am not perfect. So if you think that you are perfect, you did, you're doing everything perfectly in God's eyes. Please tell me what you're doing that make you like that so I can start doing it so I can be holy as you are. To love your enemy. Turn the other cheek. Another definition of it, once again, is love your enemy. You know? One way to know 
that's for me. I have that experience so many times. One way that I know when I'm doing something that's of God, it's when your flesh is fighting you. You're fighting with your flesh. It means like you are doing or you're trying to do something that pleasing God and your flesh do not want you to do it. The flesh is the sin. The flesh do not want you to do things that going to please God. So that's one way I know, oh, the thing that I'm trying to do is something of God because my flesh is fighting me. What do I mean about your flesh is fighting you? Your, your flesh do not want you to do it. Like for like an example, you're trying to pray, right? And then your flesh is fighting you. It's because God wants you to pray. Every time you say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then like when the time comes for you to do it, your body is fighting against you. Like on Monday, for example. I'm sorry about Monday, guys. I actually published. I was supposed to, to actually uh, do that episode 43 on Monday. I set up everything. Everything was perfect. I, you know, I set up it, everything. I actually did my event. You know, like I post my event that I'm going to go live at 1 p.m. And then after, like, I actually got all my notes ready. I actually got my, you know, my OBS ready. And then I told myself, I'm going to take a quick nap because I was so exhausted. I said, let me take a quick nap. And then I put my alarm for me to wake up at 12.20 so I can get up and take a shower, wash my face, and get dressed so I can be in front of you guys. To be honest with you, I then I don't remember if the alarm even went off. I remember that I woke up. I don't know what happened after that. So my body, my flesh did not want me to wake up. And then by the time I woke up, it was like almost five o'clock. I said, Oh my God, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. You know, I felt so bad about not going live on Monday. Because I was so ready to actually be in front of you guys on Monday. So I said, you know what? I'm not going to stress myself out. I'm going to just do it on Wednesday. So it's because that my flesh knows what I'm doing right now in front of you guys is something that God called me to do. If I knew that God wanted me to do a show like that, I was going to do it years ago, but I started last year. You know? If I had started that when I was like younger, like more younger, I probably wasn't going to have millions of followers right now. I probably was going to save a lot of life right now. I do not know. So that's why I asked you guys to, I asked you guys to, to actually pray for me. One of the reasons why I asked is because I consider it you guys, my family. I'm almost to 10,000 followers. Thank you so much. I'm up to 9,900-something followers right now. So those 9,000-something uh, those become my family. You know, and I really appreciate it that you guys are sharing my show. A lot of people sending me messages. People that I never thought, you know, was listening to me are sending me messages. They are blessed by the thing that I'm saying. Every time I heard, you know, like, I heard that. Every time, like, I read a message. Somebody might send to me on Messenger. He actually touched my heart. He actually boosted me up a little bit, make me want to keep doing it. But at the same time, guys, 
the enemy do not want me to do what I'm doing right now, guys. That's why most of the time when I say I'm going to go live, I'm supposed to go live. You guys do not see me live. The day that I'm supposed to go live, you know, everything get, everything get very, you know, very, very, you know, there's always something popping up that I have to do that caused me to maybe miss the time or my body gets so tired and I overslept, you know, but I always say I'm going to go live, but it's not easy. It's because that the enemy knows that I'm doing something good. So once again, keep me in your prayer. Whenever you choose to pray, I don't know when you pray. If you say, even if you don't know my name, you don't remember my name, if you say, God, bless, talk with you, give him strength, because God knows talk with you represent me. Because I'm the I'm the owner, the founder, owner, and the host. So when you say talk with you, God knows you're talking about me. So God will bless me and give me the strength for me to keep going. So once again, Luke 6, 24, or 27. But I say to you who are listening, love your enemy, do good to those who hate you. That's something that is hard for us Christians to actually do. You know? Because God knows that we are not him. There's a lot of things that God asks us to do. He knows that it's going to be hard for you to do it. That's one of the reasons why God wants you to confess your sin. Before you go to sleep, do not go to sleep without confessing your sin. It's because God knows there is a lot of things that we're going to do during the day. We do more wrong than good. It is easy for us to hate somebody than to love that person. We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. Once again, woman 12, 17 say, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. You know, another verse that I actually talk about, love your enemy, is Luke 6, 35. 
And then another verse that talk about love your enemy is Matthew 5, verse 44. But I say unto you, love your enemy, bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which, you know, you know and, and pray for them that persecuting you. But I say unto you, love your enemy, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them. Do good to the people that slap you, pray for the people that slap you, bless the people that slap you. It could be a physical slap, it could be, uh, you know, like... It could be a physical slap, like a regular slap, or it could be something wrong that the person did to you. So you're supposed to love them, bless them, and pray for them. Do you do that every day? If somebody, when somebody do wrong to you, do you bless them? Do you pray for them? Do you love them? If you say yes to all three, God bless you. If you say yes to one, God still bless you. If you say yes to two, God still bless you. If you say no to all three, you need to start doing it. I'm not saying that God don't bless you. God still bless you, but you need to start doing them. I will even go deeper. Someone might wipe you. One of the reasons why I say like someone might wipe you is because it is very hard to forgive that person, knowing that the person wipe you, especially if you are a virgin and then somebody broke in your house or someone kidnapped you and wipe you. Your first time is being waived. Your first sexual activity is being waived. It is very hard to forgive that person. So even if the person do that to you, God is telling you that you need to love them, bless them, and pray for them. So it is hard to actually do that. It is hard to actually pray for somebody that raped you, especially raped you and took your virginity because you were trying to hold yourself for marriage. Or you were trying to hold yourself for someone you're going to love one day. And then somebody you don't even know broke in your house and raped you and take your virginity away. I know it's going to be hard to do it, but God is saying that you need to love them. Bless them and pray for them. That's a slap in the face. Turn the other chick is to love them, bless them, and pray for them. Turn the other chick doesn't mean that you have to allow that person to come back and rape you again. If you are the one that put yourself in a situation that the person was able to kidnap you and rape you, you need to not do it again. Whatever lo location that you actually 
rent that caused the person to rape you don't go to that location no more. If you are someone that walk home every day from school from work and then that person was able to kidnap you and do it, start taking the bus or save money and buy you a car so you can start driving or ask someone to drop you home or ask someone to pick you up. You know, so that don't happen to you again. So I believe turn the other chick means so many different things. Not just you turn it, they slap you and you walk away. Will it be easy or is it easy for you to love your enemy? Is it easy for you to forgive your enemy? Is it easy for you to pray for your enemy? Right now, by the grace of God, there's a lot of change that God did into my life. People that know me before, when we, if, you, if, if you see me right now, I am a totally different person. There's a lot of people that knew me before. Now they see me. They saying that I am a different person. Yes, I was born as a Christian because my parents are Christian. You know, my mom been serving Christ when she was very young, a little girl, my dad too. So I was born a Christian. I was born into the kingdom of God. But it doesn't mean that I was perfect because I was born into the kingdom of God. There's a lot of change. That's in my life. When I was younger, I, I used to be, I used to have bad temper. You do wrong to me, I'm going to do wrong to you. You fight me, I'm going to fight you back. But right now, I do not see it like that. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to put myself in this situation. Oh, let me test myself to see if I'm the same way. Let me, let me do something to allow that to happen to me to see if I'm going to be able to turn the other chick. I'm not going to do that. You know, that's one of the reasons why I live a simple life. So, I believe right now I'm able to say, I love my enemy, I bless my enemy, and I pray for my enemy. When somebody do wrong to me, I pray for them, I bless them. I ask God to do good things to them. I try not to allow my flesh to take over me for me to pray bad against that person. Because I believe, men of God or women of God, when somebody do wrong to you, God will defend, you know, you know, you know, God will defend you. Or if you pray something bad, the thing might happen. I don't know. So that's one of the reasons why I control the, the word that's coming out of my mouth when somebody do wrong to me. You know, if I say something bad instantly, I say, no, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm not supposed to say that. So I ask God for forgiveness and I ask for good things for the person. But it doesn't mean that I'm perfect. You know, if you do the, the same thing, it doesn't mean that you are perfect. 
It means that we are trying. It means that we want to be a light. Because the Bible says we are the light of the world, the salt of the world. It means that you're trying to live a good life to always show the light of God through you so people can know that you are a man of God and a woman of God without even telling them that's one of my prayers. I'm asking God to, to always make me a light without even telling someone I'm a light. For people to always know that I'm a man of God without me saying I'm a, you know, I'm a man of God by the way I talk, the way I act, the way I dress, the thing I do, the places I'm at, the friend that I have around me. All those stuff can show people if you are a man of God, woman of God or not. If you are a light or a dark one, if you have the light of Christ into you or not, those stuff will make someone, you know, will, you know, you know, to, to actually find out who you really are. So once again, is it easy for you to do that? Or is it hard for you to do that? If it is easy for you to do it, continue praying for God to always make it easy for you to do it. If it is hard for you to do it, you need to continue praying. If you wasn't praying about it, you need to start praying for God to help you to be able to forgive your enemy, to be able to bless your enemy, love your enemy, and then pray for your enemy. If somebody do wrong to you and then you go out and then you find out the person is in need, the person is going through something, do not remember the bad thing the person did to you. If you are able to help the person, you're supposed to help them. Not saying that, oh, he did something wrong to you. Oh, she did something wrong to me. I'm not going to say nothing to, to them. I'm not going to help them. I'm going to allow them to kick them out of the house. And then you're able to help them. You have the money to help them. Not to get kicked out the house, but you remember the bad thing they did to you, and then you say, no, I will not do it. Because that person slapped me in the face. I'm not talking about like the physical slap. I'm talking about like just, you know, like the term slap. And then your way of turning the other chick is to do something bad to the person. And then when my sweet Bible that I read saying that, do not pay evil with evil. Do good to whoever hurt you. Pray for your enemy, bless your enemy, and love your enemy. So acting like that is not showing those stuff. You know? Acting like that doesn't show that you are a man of God or a woman of God. You know, a reminder. If we go on Matthew 5, 9. Matthew 5, 9, I should say, Bless all the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So remind yourself that you have to be a peacemaker. If you are a peacemaker, you will be called a child of God, children of God, son of God, daughter of God, because you are a peacemaker. 
peacemaker is somebody that always do good, always trying to do good, always want to do good because you are a peacemaker. You might go somewhere and then you see two people are fighting and then you go in between and trying to stop them. So you are a peacemaker. You might see like a, a family is going down the drain. You might see like a family is going through a lot of stuff like Probably the husband is cheating on the wife or the wife is cheating on the husband or both of them is cheating on each other. And then you know about it. You talk to the people. You pray for them and then you ask God to actually help them. So you are a peacemaker. When you are a peacemaker, it will be easy for you to turn the other cheek. When somebody slap you, you, you know, it's going to be easy for you to always show the light because you are a peacemaker. Because you know fire cannot pull out fire. If the person is heat up, you're not supposed to get heat up too because things going to get worse. So being a peacemaker when somebody is heat up, you're trying to be the water that's going to calm the situation down. I try to do that. I'm not saying it's easy to do, but I try to do that. If a situation is going on and then I see the person is heated up, the person is mad, the person is saying things, I try not to reply back. Sometimes I do reply back and then the thing gets worse, but I try not to reply back because I know even if the person wants me to reply back, if I reply back, they will get mad. I used to have a, I used to have a girlfriend like that. Every time she used to get mad, I stay quiet. She get mad because I'm quiet. And then when I say something, she get madder. She get worse. Her heat got go up like 10% because I reply. And then when I stay quiet, she replies. Sometimes I ask myself, what do you want me to do? I stay quiet. I allowed you to, to come down. You get mad because I'm not saying nothing. And then when I say something, you get mad. Like, what do you want me to do? Sometimes I used to just walk away and say, you know what, I'm going home. So in that moment, I was being a peacemaker. Another thing is bless others. I believe all those match, you know, like go with turn the other cheek. Bless others. Luke 6, 28. Actually say, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. And then Woman 12, 14 actually says, bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Curse doesn't mean like cursing word, like you're cursing a person. Oh, you know, I pray something bad to happen to you. You know, I pray you die. I pray you get into an accident. A lot of people do that. A lot of Christians do that. A lot of men of God and women of God do that. They like to curse people. Oh, something bad going to happen to you. In Jesus' name, you're going to have an accident. In Jesus' name, you know, you know you're going to be sick. In Jesus' name, you're going to die. Jesus didn't ask you to do that. This is not being a line. This is not being, you know, a peacemaker. 
This is not being a good man of God, a good woman of God. Did Jesus curse those people that was persecuting him? Did Jesus curse those people that was whooping him, slapping him, spit in his face, put all his precious blood out of his body? Did Jesus curse all those people that took all his flesh away from him because they was whooping him with metal? They was whooping him with sharp thing that was taking his flesh apart? Did Jesus curse them? In some situation, me and you, we need to say, what would Jesus do? Or what would Jesus say? If you start thinking like that, I believe, you know, I promise and I believe you will start doing good things. Whatever situation you're in, you say, what would Jesus do? Or what would Jesus say? You know, by you reminding yourself and asking yourself that question, it's like an alert. Mm. In that situation, Jesus was not going to curse nobody. In that situation, Jesus was going to do this, do that, so let me do it too. So bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Another thing is, even feed your enemy. Even feed your enemy. Feed your enemy. It's another term of helping your enemy. It's also loving your enemy, bless your enemy, and pray for your enemy. So now you're supposed to feed your enemy. Woman 12, verse 20, actually say, Therefore, if your enemy hungry, feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him or feed her or feed them. If they are thirsty, give them drink. The Bible says give him. It's not just talking about the man. So I'm, you know, I'm using the term give them drink. Feed them. So you're supposed to feed your enemy. Feed your enemy doesn't mean that you have, you know, it's food. You give them food. Feed your enemy is everything. It's a lot of things that I just say. You see that your enemy is in need, you help them. You're feeding them. You're helping them. They cannot pay your bill and you're in a, situ- uh, 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 a level in your life that you're able to help them with the bill. You help them out. They don't have food in their house. And then you're able to provide grocery for them do it. Go to the market. A lot of us don't do those things. Man. You know, a lot of us do not do it. A lot of us that's supposed to be a man of God and a woman of God, we do not do those things. We like to do evil more than doing good things. And it's not good. We like to repay good with evil, evil with good. And then you're telling me that you are a man of God. And then every Sunday morning you go to church. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And then you know that you, you just did something bad to someone and that you didn't even ask God for forgiveness. 
You don't even ask that person for giving. And then on Sunday morning, you go to church or oh, pray, hallelujah, Jesus, you know, you know, Jesus did, Jesus that, and then you've been a hypocrite. That's a term of hypocrite. You are being a hypocrite because you know what you just did. You know? You love your enemy. Bless your enemy. Pray for your enemy. Another way to do that, you have my sweet Jesus in your life, right? And then you know everyone that don't receive Jesus Christ into their life as their Lord and Savior, if they die, they're going to hell. And then you're not telling them that they are going to hell. You are not loving your enemy. You are not blessing your enemy. You are not praying for them. Just because a person did bad to you and then you know the person is not a man of God or a woman of God and then they are living in sin, they are doing so many things and then you know exactly what to tell them and then you're saying, that, oh, they did me wrong. I don't care if they go to hell. You are not being a good Christian. You are not being a light. You are not turning the other chick the right way. You are doing it the wrong way. You are doing it the earthly way, the human way, but you're not doing it the spiritual way. The human way is to take revenge. The human way is to pay evil with evil. The human way is to hate your enemy. The human way is to punch them back. The human way is to do everything, but in a godly way is to bless them, love them, and pray for them, feed them. Talk to them. Talk to them about Jesus. Telling them that to receive Jesus Christ into their life as their Lord and Savior, because if they don't do it, they're going to hell. If they don't do it, if Jesus returned right now, right now and then, they will not be saved. Even if they don't believe you, even if they don't do it, at least you did it. God will bless you for that. Because you did it. And the last day, when the person see you, saying like, oh my God, I wish I had listened to him. I wish I had listened to her. Now I'm going to hell. When she told me, or when he told me, if I don't receive Jesus Christ into my life as my Lord and Savior, I would not be saved. I was laughing at him. I was persecuting him. I was, you know, I took him as a joke. I didn't take him serious, or I didn't take her serious. Because they will see you in the judgment day, because we will be one of the judge. So a lot of people that listen to me right now, that's not taking what I'm saying serious in a German day. That's why my prayer is for God to help me to make it to heaven. I might be doing this right now. It doesn't mean that instantly I'm going to heaven. Because if I don't follow the rules, if I don't follow what the Bible says, if I don't do the things that God wants me to do doing this broadcast, I can still go to hell. Even though a lot of people are listening listening to me right now, a lot of people are being blessed, it doesn't mean that automatically I'm going straight to heaven if I die. Only God knows. That's why my prayer is for God to always help me, to always please him, to always help me to, you know, like to live the life that he wants me to live, to always help me when I sin, to forgive my sin, to always help me to be a good role model, to always help me to turn the right chick. Spiritually, a uh, spiritual way, godly way, not the earthly way, not the human way. 
Because the human way, once again, is revenge. Do wrong, pay evil with evil. The human way is the flesh way. The flesh do not want you to do good. The flesh always wants you to do bad because the flesh is what the enemy is controlling. The flesh is the sin. You know? The flesh is a sin. Once again, today is Wednesday, guys. For the people that's watching me live right now, thank you so much for watching me live. For the people that, that was watching me, that actually left. For the people that are listening to me, you know, right now or that's going to listen to me later. You know, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Be a peacemaker. Remind yourself every day when you wake up in the morning to be a peacemaker. Be a peacemaker for God. Not a drama maker. Drama maker. <laughs> so not a, you know, you know, be a peacemaker. Not a drama maker. <laughs> you know, a drama maker. I know some people might say that's not the right word, but oh well. Be a peacemaker, not someone that creating drama. You know? Be a peacemaker. Not someone that creating that creating drama every day. So after that, guys, I just want to say thank you once again for, for sharing my page. Thank you once again for helping me grow my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is close to a thousand subscribers. I know there's a lot of people that pay people to help their Facebook grow, but I'm not like that. I say I'm gonna just I'm gonna allow my Facebook to actually grow though, you know you know, the right way, just allow God to send people to choose to follow me, not me paying somebody in Indiana, somebody, you know, like overseas to help my YouTube channel grow because most of the time they just give you bot. Bot is like fake account they create. They take time to create 100,000 of account. When you pay them for 10,000 subscribers, they just give you bot. They just log into each. That's what they say. Sometimes it's gonna take thirty days for them to give you a thousand or ten thousand because they have to log into each account and subscribe to you. So they call them bot. They are not real people. So I say, you know what? Let me just allow God to help my channel grow, so I can make sure that the people that subscribe to me are real people, not bot. So I could do that. A lot of people do that to to help that channel grow. But by the grace of God. You know, the channel is growing. I think I'm 687 or 88 subscribers. You know, thank you so much. Continue uh, sharing my YouTube channel. Continue sharing my Facebook. Subscribe to my Facebook. You know, subscribe to my Facebook. Follow me on uh, my Instagram, Twitter. Everything is, is the same name. You know, talk with you. And I really appreciate it, guys. You know, if you guys would like to be part of my show, um, 
if you want to show your face, I will send you a link to you so you can show your face. Or if you just want to talk, you know, if you're international, you can call me in this number. That's my WhatsApp number. For the people that are listening to me, once again, my WhatsApp number is 218-288-4092. 218-288-4092. You can call me on WhatsApp. First, let me know. Then you can call me on WhatsApp. Or if you if I'm talking and there's something that you want to say, you can call me. Because my phone is connected to my, you know, you know, to my board mi- mixer. You don't even need to tell me. If I see you calling, I will answer the phone so people can hear you the moment that I am live talking to you right now. So, you know, that program, I actually just set up that program. So now you're able to call me the moment that I'm talking to you. You're able to call me instantly. You know, if you have something that you want to say, if I say something that wasn't correct, you want to correct me. I don't mind being correct because I am not perfect. So if you know something that I don't know, or if you want to add to something that I say, you can just call the number and I will answer it and I will allow you to actually say what you want to say. But for the people that want to be a guest, you can, if you are international, Send me a message on my WhatsApp or send me a message on Messenger, you know, and then you you let me know that you want to be a guest, then I will set it up. My next time of going live, I will have you as a guest. If you want your face to show, I will send you a link so you can click on it so me and you can be live on the video. Or if you just want your voice, you can just call that number you let me know and I'll call that number when I go live you call that number and then people can hear you I can just have a picture of you so people can know who's talking or if you don't want people to see your face just your voice is okay so after that again if you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior right now is the time and day for you to do it don't wait for tomorrow don't wait for later right now is the time to actually do it Today, guys, I'm starting my Haitian broadcast. I did create, uh, you know, another page for my Haitian broadcast. It's the same name, Talk With You. The only difference I put, Talk With You, Haitian broadcast. I created another uh, Facebook because I wanted to separate uh, my English uh, f- my English one from my Creole. But it's the same. I'm using the same Facebook, the same Instagram, the same Twitter. But it's just the Facebook page is different. So, you know, for the Haitian people that follow me, I remember last time I had six to 700 Haitian that actually follow me on on this page. So you guys can follow uh, follow my, you know, follow my Haitian broadcast uh, page on, on Facebook. Because today at 5 o'clock, I'm going live to my Haitian broadcast. Today is an introduction. I'm just going to, you know, talk about the show, what the show will be, and then you know, because like my plan is to go live every time I go live for my English to go live in the afternoon for my Haitian, like on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5 p.m. That's when I'm planning to go live for my Haitian broadcast. And after that, guys, once again, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for everything. If you want to send me an email, this is my email. My email is info at talkwithju.com. Info 
at talkwithyou.com for the people that's listening to me. If you're not watching me, is you know, even the people that are listening to me, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, my Twitter account. You know, I did not create a Snapchat. I don't understand, you know, Snapchat. I tried to log into it. I, you know, all those cartoons, pictures, stuff. You know, I do not understand on Snapchat. That's one of the reasons why I did not create a Snapchat. But follow me, guys. Continue pray for me so I can continue doing this no matter what, guys. I have been fighting with myself lately to go live. You know, I'm asking you guys one more time to pray for me. Thank you guys for becoming Talk With You family. I will pray for you and pray for me. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I love you all. Bye-bye. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.